Good morning. It is March 14th, a gently snowy morning on the way to a very windy day in New York City. This is the Indignity Morning Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Skoka, taking a look at the day and the news. Former Colorado Representative Pat Schroeder died yesterday at the age of 82. She retired from Congress in 1997 at the age of 56 after 12 terms, which in and of itself seems unimaginable under the standards of our contemporary gerontocracy. Her time's obituary is a reminder of just how recently the idea of women's equality took hold and how powerfully things were arrayed against it, up to and including the lack of women's restrooms in Congress, a point she amplified in an interview with the historian of the House of Representatives on their website, where she says, I remember there was one woman in the Senate, Senator Margaret Chase Smith from Maine, and when she retired, the senators quick made a TV room out of her restroom. Yes, like there wouldn't be any more women coming. She also described trying to use the porch off the speaker's lobby, and it was like I had violated every law in the book. There were guys out there sunbathing. They had taken their trousers off. I'm like, I'm sorry. It never occurred to me. In addition to being a woman in Congress, she was also an anti-war activist on the Armed Services Committee. The Times reports about her initial campaign for Congress that years later, when she requested her FBI file, she found out that the Bureau had had her under surveillance during that race, breaking into her home and even recruiting her husband's barber as an informant. And of course, she cried briefly in 1987 when she announced that she was deciding not to run for president. In the same election cycle where a hotshot Senator Joe Biden flamed out in a plagiarism scandal because Schroeder cried, people argued that she had ruined the whole idea of women ever running for president. Joe Biden did not even ruin the whole idea of Joe Biden running for president. And here we are today. Cyclone Freddie killed at least 99 people in Malawi and 10 more in Mozambique, the second time it's hit Mozambique in its unprecedented 35 days of existence, in which it took a rare east-to-west path across the Indian Ocean, looped around, kept regenerating, and now may be the longest-lasting storm ever. The consumer price index was up 6%, slowing its rate of growth, as the Federal Reserve pretends to be making an informed decision about rates to be announced tomorrow. Now that the Fed's interest rates have wreaked havoc in the banking industry instead of simply in the job market like they were supposed to, the front of the Times has, banking tumult may push Fed to move cautiously on rates. A story making it clear that these sober stewards of our economy have not a clue what they're doing and the people who watch them have no clue either. Among the varying predictions and recommendations in the article, we have economists at J.P. Morgan said the situation bolstered the case for a smaller quarter point move this month rather than the half-point move that had been expected. Goldman Sachs economists no longer expect a rate move at all. Namira Holdings is calling for a quarter-point rate cut. And at the end of the piece, a researcher notes that the Fed can do whatever it wants because it just rewrote the entire set of rules covering risk in the banking system, which would mean that the upshot of the Fed accidentally starting to demolish the banking system is that the Fed gets even more power to act freely. Nice system. Seems very healthy. That is the news. Stay warm, be well, subscribe to Indignity so that we can keep on doing this, and we will talk again tomorrow.